40. Like, so upset. And he and I are, are roughly the same age, yet I wasn't upset. Well, the reason I wasn't upset is because I feel so old. If, like, I was turning 50, I'd be like, oh, thank goodness, finally. Now my age justifies how old and out of shape I feel. Well, he, on the other hand, he's totally fit, in shape, and he's like, oh, I'm so, so bummed. I feel like 30. So, yeah, like, I'm so excited. 50, yeah. bring it on. 60, <laughs> yeah, let's do this thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it used to be mildly amusing how fast the time was going, and now it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, my son is almost 20, so that's... I can't that's, believe that. That's yeah. just... Wild. Yeah. You think of yourself still as in your 20s, then you walk past the mirror and go, who's the old guy in the mirror? That's just... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> absolutely. So weird. Yeah. So weird. Well, Zach, welcome to the podcast. Well, Thank you were going to hear it. Here, tell you what, I'll give, <laughs> I'll give a slight intro, but then, Mike, you steal it, and then you go and share a little bit about who our guest is. On this okay. week's episode of The Selling Podcast, we have the privilege of having one of our family members with us, but it's not who you think. On this week's episode of The Selling Podcast, we welcome, like, this is where you take it over. Oh, you're waiting. You're waiting for me to interject. Yeah, this here? is where, but yeah. We 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 welcome a a two time NBA All Star, five time Stanley Cup winner. This PGA is, yeah, this Tour. Is where you go. Yeah. No, actually, I don't think you do any of those, do you, Zach? Uh, I used to do church basketball. That's about it. Now it's just <laughs> mountain bikes. Totally mountain counts. biking. Yeah. Yeah. And I I couldn't even begin to tell you who's the the leader in mountain biking depends on well, the... we, let's let's set it up yeah. let's set mike we gotta we gotta hype up our guests here like this is this is where the <laughs> intro comes in <laughs> you're you're straying from the standard format and i wasn't on the same page oh we welcome zach gonna... williams zach welcome to the silly podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so, that's so, I mean, Zach's got an amazing story. Like, we need to hype up this story. All right, let's, let's try it again. Try it All again. right. And on this week's episode Z of the Selling Zach Podcast, we are thrilled to have our guest joining us. We're excited what we're going to be talking about because our guest has done it all. Zach Williams. <laughs> Woohoo! Zach. That's, that's, wait, I set it up and that's all you get is it's done it that's all. <laughs> like, that's. Not not like what industry he's in, like what he's doing. It's no, just like well, he's, I was going to tell you, done it all. This is the story. Well, no, I'm going to let Zach tell the story because I think it's a lot more impressive when it comes from him. I can just tell you, he started when he was a puppy, and just just recently, or two years ago, bought the company. All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to the Selling Podcast. So this is, this is a, a huge process for any sales rep. So, Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Now, you need to explain the story because... According to Scott, I didn't hype you up enough. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of a big deal. Like this is like this is the goal. This is the objective of every sales rep. So, and you've done it. Yeah, it's uh. So, yeah, I uh, I 
after my, I served a two year mission for, for my church. And when I got home, my aunt, uh, was working at the the company that we're referencing. The company's called Canon Sales. And uh, they were looking for a new warehouseman. And I had just, just returned home from a mission, was just kind of working. I was actually working at a Deseret Industries with a former bishop of mine for just a couple of weeks. And then my Aunt Sherry let me know that they needed a, a warehouseman. So I would be doing deliveries for our installers, helping do some installation. And I didn't know anything about the company to begin with, other than it was close. It was in Centerville and I live in Farmington, Utah. So it was like a two minute drive to and from. And so, yeah, I went in and talked to the owner at the time, whose name was Bruce Powell, uh, just an awesome, awesome person. Great, great man. And uh, he hired me basically on the spot, and uh, and yeah, it was we were just kind of off and running. Uh, my my first day on the job, he had asked me to help him deliver some material, and I remember that our loading dock was on a pitch, and it was an old pickup that was a clutch. I had zero. <laughs> zero uh experience driving a clutch so i promptly drove it up about six feet killed it and just let it smash back into the loading dock and i thought i was going to get canned right there because i just smashed up the back of his truck um but luckily he he gave me another chance and yeah i worked in the warehouse for a couple of years that was day one that was was day day one one. yeah (laughs) yeah the company yep yep and uh so yeah a couple of years later one of the uh there was there was three three or four salesmen working at Canon Sales at the time and one of them decided to leave and start his own company kind of doing the same thing basically as a competitor almost and uh uh because that left a little bit of a vacancy in in you know they needed someone else to kind of fill that role i kind of started to learn what he did as a salesman and um picked it up rather i guess quick enough that i could kind of fill in and just kind of took over from there and from that point on uh, i stopped working in the warehouse just did sales and um it was a it's been a great company to work for um and it's been a great company to uh, just be a part of because i was able to work and make a good living. I didn't have to travel. Um, and I basically just got on the job training the entire time. And um, fast forward to last year, um, well, previous to that, the, the old owner sold the company to another salesman that already worked there, uh, whose his name is Tony Hanks, and another awesome person. So I worked for Tony for many years. And during that time, we kind of discussed the opportunity that when he wanted to retire, that I would kind of be next in line if I wanted to buy the company and and run the show after that. So we've been talking about that off and on for years. And uh, last year, kind of everything kind of 
fell into place where we decided we could do this. We could buy the company. Tony can retire, and and my wife and I may can can take over and start running running Canon. And uh, so about January of last year, we started the process of um, procuring an SBA loan uh, to buy Tony out, and that was a nightmare. That was. <laughs> That was by far harder than running the company or doing anything associated with my job. Navigating the loan. It was it was horrible. And uh but once we got that taken care of, uh in June of last year we bought the company and have been running it and we're still here. So I guess that's good. So explain <laughs> just a little bit what does Canon Sales do? It's building um, supplies. Yeah, we are we're essentially a subcontractor. Um, we provide and install like a wide variety of what they call architectural specialties. Um, That encompasses everything from a a lot of what we do are bathroom partitions and bathroom accessories. Uh, We also do, um, we're a rep for a company called Bilco out of Connecticut that does roof hatches and vault doors. We do projection screens, uh, roller shades, expansion joints, just a, a huge variety of, of building products that you would never think of. I never even recognized any of these things until I started working there. And just like, oh, I'm delivering this guy's bathroom partitions or his fire extinguishers. They're just kind of the stuff that finishes out a building. Um, so we're usually on a job towards the end of a project. So if and I'm looking to put lockers in my mudroom, you're the guy I contact. I could help you with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's, but you're oh, local. I need a mudroom that, first. You need a mudroom. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it's a local company. <clears throat> yep. What's your radius that you cover? Um, all of Utah, uh, most of Idaho. We... We have a really good relationship with a lot of general contractors in the area, in the region. Um, So the majority of it is Utah and Idaho, but because the contractors that we work with sometimes do stuff in Nevada or Colorado, Wyoming, even Arizona, um, we kind of go where they take us. We'll We'll bid on jobs pretty much anywhere in the region, Um, and if we're competitive, we have a, a good enough relationship that contractors know that they can count on us to to help them with their projects. So, exactly. So this is the this is this is the ideal. Like this is the dream of of a beginning sales rep is you start say hey I'm going to work my way up the company and I'm no, going to start this smashing company. the company truck. Apparently that's that's the bottom right <laughs> that's there. The key. That's yeah. <laughs> when you when you start destructing property on day one, mm-hmm. and then you, there has to there's a point. I think in a progression where you're moving up the ladder, you're thinking, oh, this is good. Then there likely comes a point where it's like, I don't know that I want it. Like I'm making a good amount of money. I'm doing okay. Do I really want to push forward and run the company? Or do I want to just keep doing sales and still make a good amount of money? Yeah. What Do you remember hitting that and what that, what that was like for you? Yeah, I had that thought many times as, as, as Tony and I talked about the opportunity that we would have to, to buy the company from him, 
you know, at first it was exciting because it was, you know, we were talking years and years in the future that this would be a possibility. So it was easy at that point to say, oh, yeah, well, we can do that. That'd be great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Everything's good that far. Huh? Yeah. I got so much time and I I procrastinate way too much. And so, like, we, you know, we we talk about it. It'd come up every every year or so. It was just always kind of, it was just always on the back burner. Um, but there were several times where I just thought, you know, I do make a good living. This is a, a comfortable place to be, to work, good people around me. You know, why, why change it? Why, why mess it up? You know, it'd be just, it'd be a lot easier just to keep selling and keep doing what I'm doing. But, you know, it's, it was, it was obvious that the, the opportunity would be, it would be dumb if we, if we passed on it, you know, I could, I could, I'm friends with Tony. I could see the lifestyle that he lives. I could see the things that he was able to do uh, as an owner of, of the company. And it just would have been dumb to to pass on that when it was basically just handed to me. You know, I feel very lucky. And I, I use luck because I, you know, it just happenstance that my aunt worked at this company and got me in as a warehouseman. And someone left so I could start doing sales. And Tony liked me enough yeah, to you, start talking about this type of stuff. So, But you still had to step up and take responsibility and actually do it. Yeah. You know, you can rely on luck to throw you in the circumstance. But you have to have something that you're bringing to the party. It's not just anybody that's going to become president. I mean, your aunt didn't become president. I'm, there's a lot of workers that you were. I mean, yeah, you, you bring stuff to the table. Yeah, I... I I mean, the experience, I've worked there for over 20 years now. Um, I, I, I'm able to recognize how, you know, we deal with general contractors on a daily mm -hmm. basis. And, uh, and with different, you know, we'll deal with superintendents, with project engineers, project managers. So I have kind of learned how to navigate uh, putting our best foot forward with with all of them with owners of of buildings or projects so yeah there is there's been a lot of on-the-job learning which is i'm very grateful for um because that's you know that's where my bread is buttered is is learning how to deal with these type with different people and how to make projects come together and 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 make sure we do a good job for them you didn't take over the company with these grandiose ideas of expansion and growth and not so well May and I talked about what we wanted to do with Canon. Like it's, it's just a steady, it's been a steady company for 50 something years. Um, but there are things that we've talked about that we want to do better. You know, we've, you know, we, we did this SBA loan to buy the company. We need to pay that off. So yes, we want to figure out ways <laughs> they to want their money back. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that they're just insist that we pay them every month, but <laughs> Um, but we've talked about the things that we can do, you know, expanding our reach into other parts of the region, um, getting to know contractors that we're not currently working with and trying to kind of get our foot in the door with them. Um, looking at lines that we've carried in the past that maybe we've kind of gotten away from bidding on and, and haven't been as, hasn't, haven't been as successful with recently. Um, 
all in order to slowly and kind of methodically build Canon up. We're not looking to take over the world of architectural specialties or anything, but uh, yes, we want to we want to grow and and make Canon, you know, bigger and better. I think all the time I'm driving down the street and I look over and go, "How did that get here? Somebody had to sell it." And I think yeah. that's what Canon Canon Sales does is it, it's those niche products that you don't even consider until you have to go looking for it. The lockers in the mudroom. Hey, yeah. look, there's a flagpole. It's like yeah. how, who who sold the flagpole? Yeah, somebody Canon. sold that flagpole. We're in a unique position because we. As I mentioned, we do have a pretty good reputation with lots of general contractors, and they know that if, you know, there's the staples that we always bid on and that we're always awarded on jobs, but there's a lot of times we just get calls or emails, hey, I need this random, you know, whatever it is. I need a a custom metal sign to hang on a fence, you know, I'll figure that out. You know, that's just kind of, (laughs) you know, you can make money doing that type of thing by figuring out what the customer really needs, how to best provide it, and just say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to provide the material. We've got guys that can install it. And it just takes that one thing off of the contractor's plate that they don't have to worry about anymore. In one of our recent episodes, we were talking about bad bosses. And we were talking one of the things about a Wait, bad why, boss. why are you bringing that up to Zach? Is that the one that just dropped perfect. today? <laughs> yes. I pulled it up and I saw that that was the name of the of the episode today. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Oh dear, what what am I in for? No, it was interesting. One of the things about the bad boss was was they don't convey enough information. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that it sounds like you do because you're in you're connected already with the sales team because you are currently still doing sales is you have information. You're able to d- disseminate a lot of information. Is there something that you do now that you wish you would have looked at early on in your sales career that said, having this view of the company, I do sales differently because I'm able to see the whole picture. Or if I go back, I would have told myself this, you know, 15 years ago when I started in sales, you know, you started in the company 20 years ago. Is there, is there something that you look, it's like, oh, wow, running the whole thing has changed my view. Um, my view on that has no, then I just edit it from the, I I edit the whole question from the podcast. Well, uh, you know, I have thought about this recently and, you know, we have our weekly sales meeting every Monday morning, me and the other salesmen, we get together, we go through our bid list, see, see what's on there. I make assignments to who's going to do which project so that they have time to, to get on top of it, look at plans and specs and things. and. I think in the beginning, it was all about just getting a bid out there, getting a bid in front of a contractor. That's all that really mattered. And as I've gone through years of of dealing with contractors, you know, establishing that relationship. Yes, Canon had a name, but I didn't have a name with them. They didn't know who I was at Canon Sales. Um, After getting that experience, knowing the products that we sell, how they work, um, what's required before we get on site, you know, all of those types of things play into having running a successful project. And as we talk about that on our Monday morning meetings, you know, I'll talk about experiences I've had. The other salesmen will talk about things that they've encountered on projects. 
And it all helps to, it just brings us all up to speed on the best practices on how to manage a project. Because really, anyone can shoot out a bid and maybe you're awarded it. Maybe you made a mistake and that's why you won it. You bid it too low and that's why you won the project. It happens regularly, unfortunately. Um, but the main thing that we talk about is how do we, how do we, how do we make sure the customer or the contractor knows that we are able to handle issues that come up? We are going to work through them. We're honest. We're not going to try and take advantage of an issue where we can hit them with a change order for a whole bunch of money. You know, we are, we do everything we can on our end to have a good solid relationship with the people that we work with on the contractor side. And hopefully that is the impression that they get, that we value our relationship with them more than we value making an extra hundred dollars on a fire extinguisher or something. Um, so that's really what, how I see I've changed over the years is just recognizing there's a lot more opportunities that come from having a good relationship with people rather than just getting a million bids out there and, and getting awarded, you know, 20% of them or something. I think so, fire extinguishers cost more than $30, but that's good. <laughs> it's, it's good enough. For the mudroom and the locker. <laughs> exactly. So I have a question, Zach, and this is a personal question. Yes. We had your brother on a little while ago. Yeah. And he bought the company. Mm -hmm. So who has the tougher job? Which company is the tougher one to run? Um, that was Josh Williams for everybody that was thinking back. Yeah. And I was still a little, I mean, I understand I've only owned the company with, with my wife for a little over half a year. I still kind of miffed that Josh was on before me, but <laughs> that's the older brother in you coming out. Yeah, it's fine. But, um, Josh has, that's why it's taken so long to get Zach on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was in protest. <laughs> Uh, I would probably say, I would probably say Josh. He's, really? Yeah. He's got, um, I don't know. It just, there's a lot that goes into owning and running a business and Canon sales is no different, but um, it just Do feels you like about your thoughts and um, a little bit. We, uh, we talk about it a little bit, not a ton, actually. It's kind of strange. Um, but from seeing what he does, um, I, it just feels like my owning Canon has been almost seamless from the being a salesperson to kind of owning it. It's just kind of just kind of flowed through. And I think Josh has done a lot of really hard work to get to where he is. And I think I don't know. I, maybe that's why I'm thinking that maybe what he has to do as the owner of his company is harder. Um, Mike, that's such an unfair question. And I love no, it. I, it's such a great it question. It's such a great question to ask. I mean, because Zach, your personality, it just hearing you and seeing your path and what you've had to do, the way you're explaining it, it almost comes across as like, it just kind of lucked into the whole thing. <laughs> and it's not like your personality, you are a hard worker, like you're going to do it, you're going to push through. So and to be able to figure out all the little pieces, mm -hmm. it's it's so fun to see your personality as a uh, as a hey, 
we're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. Like we're going to, we're going to get it done and it's going to work out. Don't let this OG. I was just lucky. I know it is. Both Josh and Zach are extremely competitive. And I remember watching them (laughs) jumping off of the roof of the house onto the trampoline. And, and it's like, okay, this is not going to go well in the long run, (laughs) but you've made it work. Yeah. That's spectacular. Yeah. It's fun. It's like, it's, it was, it's, it was cool to see Josh and, and see how, you know, he was able to, you know, buy his company and, and turn it into what it is now and be able to do the things that he wants to do. It's always cool to see, you know, your family, your siblings succeed like that. And his family lives real close to us. So I see him all the time. And, um, it's been, it's, it's cool to see that. So how has your perspective changed from becoming, going from warehouse sales to ownership? How's your perspective changed on the company? Um, it, the name Canon sales means a lot more, you know, it's like, this is not only is it my life, my livelihood, uh, all of the people that work there, it's, it's their livelihood. So it means a lot more to when I go out to a job site or if I'm on the phone with a project manager or, or someone, and if they have, if they've had a bad experience with Canon sales, you know, that's, that's a concern and that's something that I need to fix. And, um, it, before, if there was an issue, it was just like, well, let's just, let's just take care of it and move on. But now it's like, we need to take care of this in the right way. We need to make sure this doesn't happen again. And we need to make sure that, uh, contractors recognize that we will take care of our business, that we are reliable and that we have integrity. When we say we're going to do something, we'll do it. And we're, it's, I'm not trying to say we're perfect. There's obviously bumps and bruises along the way, but just knowing that so many people depend on Canon and, you know, we have this reputation to uphold, to do good work. Um, you know, that's, um, that's on my mind as I talk to people, as I get feedback from our other estimators on their projects, you know, I want to convey that, you know, it is important that we do the right things for the right reasons. That's what Canon sales is about in this industry. So, Zach, what do you think the owner who hired you saw in you? This is always the, the odd question of self introspection and self, not boasting, but talking about yourself. What do you think he saw? What do you think he saw and said, hey, I want this person to be hired? And then after the truck incident, to say, I'm not firing him right now, but maybe there is still something that I see in him. Huh, that is a, that's a good question. Um, I think he saw that, you know, I, as I had mentioned, I just returned from a, from a two-year service mission. I think he saw someone that was willing to, you know, go outside of their comfort zone and do something hard maybe something unexpected, um, which that definitely was for me. Um, I just saw someone that would uh, put in the work that was required. Um, I've always been someone that I, I kind of do things my own way, but I get things done, you know? So 
I think he could just recognize that this person is reliable, A, and B, is going to be a hard worker. And that's just kind of the way I've approached, you know, all the way through my career at Canon Sales. It's just be a hard worker, be reliable, and do the things that you say you're going to do. And that really can get you a long way in life because people know that they know where to turn when they need something done. They can count on they can count on me, they can count on Canon sales. And there wasn't anything in your first interview where you said, Hey, listen, I'm gunning for your job. No. I to make sure that that was, that was, that was flat out. So Mike, yeah. we covered this very, one of the first episodes we ever did, um, which was, you know, focus on the job at hand. Make sure that you're the best at what you do. Zach, as you're talking about reputation, you know, developing that reputation as an individual sales person. And so it's, it's developing the individual reputation, and then you're also going to have reputation of the company. Mm-hmm. It's when I look at people who come in and out of organizations, they're coming in and out and using it as a stepping stone for the next thing. They're always they're moving on, trying to find what's the next best thing, what's the next best thing. And when they do that, they're not really taking that time in your world, for example, to understand the general contractor, to, to develop that relationship. And so by taking that time, formulating that relationship with a general contractor, now you're developing something that makes you even more valuable to the company. And so you're going to see and you're going to reward that reputation that they've created more so than somebody just trying to get something done to move on to the next stepping stone. And that's essentially what you've done when you've built this company absolutely fascinating well i can tell you i I know their dad pretty well since he's my brother and i can (laughs) tell you they have learned and you can see it obviously in what zach has done just the value of what he mentioned effort their work ethic is off the charts and i think zach you're absolutely right there's a lot to be said for just showing up and doing it and just you know put your head down and work through it I don't think there's, that's not a very common trait these days. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I do. I think about that aspect, that trait in my dad all the time, you know, growing up as soon as I, you know, old enough to recognize that, yeah, he has to go to work. He has a job. He's out there earning money to provide for our family. You know, work has never been, you know, no one want. I, I guess there's some that really love to go to work. I, I would. <laughs> I'd if, rather lay on the beach and have somebody mail exactly, me a check. But that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. But no. But I've always recognized in my dad that he knew that he had to go to work. He had to show up, and he had to do what he was. You know what he had committed to do, and he has always been like that through every job that I've known he has had, whether it's a family business, whether it's the company that he works with now, he is always there. He is always doing what he's expected to do. And um I'd say he does more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's he's been a great example. I'm involved with this uh with this company. Um we're starting to manufacture backpacks and I have somebody on the team who's not pulling his weight. Um is there something <laughs> I like the way you, you disguise this. <laughs> is there something that you would do to encourage them to like do the whole project themselves 
take it on their own back and just get it done. Hmm. You don't have to answer that, Zach, because he's talking about me. All right? <laughs> I'll no, just fire it, him, it, it, start it, over. It, just from the get-go. No, but to, to that point, I mean, there's, unfortunately, there's been many times in the project where it's just like, oh, I wish Mike would just do it all. Like, why do I have to do anything for this project? And to your point, it's, it's the hard work. It's saying, you know, if, if this is going to get done, like I took on a project of, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sew a couple pieces. It took me three weeks to finally get it done. Mm-hmm. With something that took me when I actually did it. It's paid by it took the hour. Ten minutes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's paid by the month. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was. It took me three months to do something that literally took ten minutes. And yeah. so it's just that it's just that work of hey, if you want something done, pick it up and just get it done. But there's yeah. a backstory to that too, Zach. And you'll you'll appreciate a backstory. This. Is that a pun? <laughs> no, no, because Zach has a lot of the same thought process that you have, Scott. Scott was going to sew this part for us, but he was a little bit distracted by a pirate costume <laughs> that took three weeks to complete. <laughs> I was going on a cruise and I needed a pirate costume for pirate night. And so I decided to make my own pirate costume. That doesn't sound like anything you'd do, Zach. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's too funny. Zach, that is incredible. What a cool story. Taking it from, you know, warehouse all the way to being the president of the company. That's a massive achievement. Do you feel, do you you celebrate those victories? Did you and your wife celebrate or is it still too stressful to celebrate? Um, It's actually been, it's been awesome running it with my wife, to be honest. Um, I mean, I have the mind of being able to do bids to manage my projects but to throw all of the company ownership and you know office management type stuff on top of that would have just been just daunting and she has been she's come in and just kind of taken over so many different roles that has still allowed me to to estimate and to project manage um it's been awesome you know, we've, uh, we balance each other out really well. And I think we make a really good team to own and run a company. So it hasn't been, it hasn't been so stressful that we haven't been able to kind of enjoy the fact that we've made it this far and that we've got all of this work ahead of us to do. You know, we we're we're excited about the opportunity and, and everything that we'll be able to do going forward for ourselves and for the people that work at Canon. Come back next week as we talk to the other president. And we'll have May on next. The, the real president. She knows what's going no, but on. That, that, that says a lot about you because my wife has refused to do work with me in any way. She's like, I'm never going to go into business with you ever. Hmm. So great, great job for being somebody easier to work with. That's, that, that's huge. No, that's way cool. Zach, your story's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing it. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. Been fun. If, if you want a flagpole in your front of your house or lockers in your house, now you know. Now you have a connection. Now you know who to call. Yep, absolutely. Give us a ring. We'll take care of it. Thanks, Zach, Zach, thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.